0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is the day that the Lord has made, and we're gonna rejoice and be glad in it. Um, I hope you all are doing well. You are blessed to be alive today in the land of the living. You ain't hooked up to no oxygen tank. They don't. Have, you're not intubated. Uh, God, God has been good. You can you can use in and of your own accord. You can breathe in. You can and you can exhale. Okay, so you have a whole lot to give uh, thanks to God for. The, the Word of God says, "Let everything that have breath." Praise the Lord. If you can breathe today of your own accord, then you need to give God some praise. Um, We are going to uh, take another journey, and this is what God told me to preach, and so I'm going to do it. So let's go into the uh, book of Galatians is where I want to take you to on this morning. And we are going to start at uh, chapter number five, beginning at uh, verses verse seven. And we're going to end at verse number eight. And it says here, it says, You did run well. When you started out, you started out good. You did run well. Then it says, who did hinder you that thou should not obey the truth? Now, as you started out, which was good, but something happened. In other words, something, something happened, something, something got in your way. What what, what the writer is saying here, he's saying, who, what hindered you? What hindered you? Then he goes on in verse number eight, he says the persuasion, because uh, in order to be hindered, something's got to speak to the place, to the space that you, your your location, that you live in, that you dwell in. Uh, You know, the purview of your atmosphere, it's got, it's got, it's got to be in there. So it's got to persuade you. He says in verse eight, this persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. This this thing that got in your ear, this thing that got in your heart, this thing that got in your mind, this persuasion cometh not of him that called you. That that's that's not where that came. Something has happened to you and we got to deal with it. Now, let's go. Let's go to uh, Genesis and we're going to start at a uh, verse. We're going to start in Genesis 2 and we're going to start at verse 15 through 18. And I'm going to do a little something. In, Genesis 3 as well. I don't know where what where, where I'm going to be. At. So verse 15 says, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it, to dress it, to make it pretty, to to prune it, to groom it, to make it presentable and to keep it. The word keep there means to protect, to 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 route out any invaders. In other words, it's to, it's to put up a wall. It's to put up a wall of defense. And on this side of the wall is the garden. On the other side of the wall is whatever is out there that's trying to get in, which may be an invader or an enemy is trying to get in. He is saying here, the word keep means you keep that garden, you protect it, you wall it, uh, however you need to do that, whatever that means to you, but you better protect it because if you don't protect it, it's going to be very detrimental to you. Now watch this. Uh, Dress it and to keep it. Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. Now you protect this up that I'm getting ready to place you in. Now he's giving you the parameters in which you live in that environment. He says of the the tree of the garden, thou may, uh, every tree of the garden, thou may, mayest freely eat. He says, but verse 17, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. Then he says, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. I am going to come back. And I am going to just preach verse by verse. It's called expository preaching. I am going to do that in chapters two and chapters three because it is so much that is going on in there as it relates to what's happening in our world today and as it relates to your life. Chapter number three, it says here in verse number one, he says, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Now, understand this is that uh, keeping the the, the critical piece here is that uh, uh, Adam was was charged to keep it. Now, the charge for Adam is the same charge for Eve. I know the scripture does not say that they converse, but there was some conversation based upon uh, the feedback that Eve gives to the serpent. Okay, so it says here, yea, have God said the latter part of verse two, verse one. Yea, have God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Verse three, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. God has said Ye shall not eat of it. Neither shall ye touch it lest ye die. Lest ye die. Verse number six. Uh, and the woman and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. It's good for food. It's pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of, of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Oh, Donnie, hold your mule. Hold your mule, dude. dude hold your mule. And verse number seven. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked and they sowed fig trees together and made themselves aprons. And he said, who told thee? Who told you that? That thou wast naked. Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, the woman, woman, whom thou gavest to be with me. She gave me of the tree because she gave it to me. I ate it. It's something about, it's something about what a person that is in your space what they have that you inherit you can't be around a person and they have something that they're eating on and you call yourself going to be around them day after day after day and you don't partake you going to eat it you going to eat it if 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 i could extract a topic from our text today if i could do that my friends my brothers and my sisters beloved of god my, my topic would be on this, this glorious morning that I'm breathing. I got the activities of my limbs. My topic today would be, mm, I got hacked. I, I, I got hacked. You want to know what happened to me? You, you want to know the truth? You want to know the truth? I, I got hacked. But let me back up to the beginning. Go back to Galatians and let's talk about how I started, though, because how I started out, if I would have known that this was going to happen to me, if I had, as they say, a crystal ball and I could tell the future, I wouldn't have went down this way. I would have chose another way, but I got hacked because of my choices. I got hacked because of my knowledge. I got hacked because I was not a good governor of the space. That God put me in charge of. I got hacked. I got hacked. And many of you today. You. You. You've been hacked. You don't even know. What it is. And I'm getting ready to explain, explain it to you. I'm getting ready to explain. How the devil took advantage. Of your life. And You. 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 You, you bypass. The truth. You bypass the truth. Uh, Galatians the fifth chapter verse number seven it says he says you 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 did run well he says you started off good he says but but when you was when you was running he says something got in your way it hindered you it hindered you it hindered you this it hindered you from the truth truth it was a lie that got on your path it was a lie it hindered you this persuasion. This persuasion. Persuasion of the ears. What got in your ears. What got in, in your eyes. What you saw. What got in your mind. What got in your heart. This persuasion did not come from the one that called you. Didn't come from that. Didn't come from that. That are the truth. That ain't the truth. The truth. That ain't the truth. See let me. Let me tell you about the truth. Uh, whew, let me tell you about the truth. See, Because the serpent. The serpent here, the serpent here in Genesis, he has a truth, too. And he comes to the woman uh, with a truth. And he told her, he says, he says that he says, and in the day that you that you eat, he says that the the Lord didn't say that you will surely die. Uh, He didn't say that you will surely die. He, He knows that when you do eat, you will become like him. You will be like a God. You will know the difference between good and evil. And he did not lie. I know Satan is the father of all lies. But in this, he did not tell a lie. He was telling the truth. Because eating of that was going to open your eyes and expose you to something that you wasn't supposed to be exposed to. So was the truth there? Yeah, there was a truth. But it was a truth like fur- like wicked furniture. Y'all, y'all, y'all remember Wicked Furniture when it used to really be popular? Was the furniture real? Yes, it was real. Was the furniture truth? Yeah, it was truth in the furniture sense. Could you sit on it? Could you sleep on it? Could it make you comfortable? It was truth. But when you looked at the way that it was made, it was was made out of the reason why they call it uh, uh, Wicked Furniture because it it was wood that had a twist to it. Oh, God, help me today. It, it, it had a twist to it. That that means that it wasn't true. It wasn't true. It, it wasn't straight. It wasn't plumb. It wasn't up and down. It wasn't all truth. It was a truth with a twist. Ooh, wicked. Wicked furniture. It's, it's where we get the word wicked from. Wicked. Wicked. It, it's, it, it's, a, it's a version of the truth, but it ain't all truth. It ain't all true. So, so did when he came to to Eve. Did he lie? He he didn't lie, but he twisted the truth. And that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. It's 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 the truth with a twist, which makes it a lie. Which which makes it a lie. God help me preach this on this morning. Some years ago, some years ago, I was in my 20s and I was working and I had my own business and I got a call one day. Uh, I got a call and service call. I was doing service work and, and he asked me, you know, do I do this and do that? And I said, yes, I do. And he says, well, could you stop over at this address? And, and I remember I went over to that address to check out uh, the plumbing situation. And when I got there, I knocked on the door and it was this lady that answered the door. And I looked at the lady and the lady looked at me and I didn't think much of it. Just like we're going to see in our scripture, that is something in your space. There's something around even when you don't see it, even when you don't detect it. There's there's a serpent. There is there is some wickedness there. There is some cunningness. There is there is something that that there's the devil, the devil, devil, the enemy. He's around. You may not be able to see him. You may not be able to spot him right away. But but let me tell you of a truth. He's there. He's there. And so I looked at the woman and I didn't pay much attention to her. I was married and I had children. As God is my witness. I ain't getting ready to tell no lie. I thank God I'm on the other side of it now, so I can talk about it. I can talk about it freely. I'm unhindered now. So I looked at the woman, and the woman looked at me, and uh, I said, Ma'am, would you, you know, of course, I'm she was in her 20s, and I was in my 20s, and I still called her ma'am because I was I wanted to be professional, and she was a good looking woman, she was fine to be exact, and I i noticed it, but I had somebody at home. I was married. I was okay. I was good. I ain't, I don't need, I, listen, I got the same thing that is. I got it over here. I, I, I wasn't thinking about all that. So the woman, she, she showed me, she showed me where the problem was. So I go in and I look at it and I say, ma'am, I said, I'm gonna have to leave and I gotta go get some parts because I didn't have those parts on my truck. So I go out to Lowe's, which was my favorite store at the time. And I go out there, I come back. So I came back. I said, before I left, I said, I got to turn the, uh, the water off. She said, can I, can I run some water uh, before you turn it off? And I said, yeah, go ahead and do that. And I said, when you get finished, I said, I'll, I'll turn the water off and I'll go and I'll come back. So she did what she had to do, blah, blah, blah. I go out, I get the parts, I come back. When I get back, I knock on the door. I said, ma'am, I'm back. And uh, I said, I'm going to have to um, uh, turn. I, I don't know if I, I got to turn the water off. I had to turn the water back on because it was something I had, something I had. To do, I can't remember now. I had to turn the water on and turn the water back off. And, and the pipes was connected from the unit that she was in to the unit upstairs. And it was all whole bunch of stuff that I had to had to go through turn this valve and that valve and so on and so forth, you know. And so uh, I come through. I said, you know, I got I to gotta come back in the bathroom because she never answered the door. But she, but she called me from the door. I heard her. And so she says, come in. She knew it was me. I said, you know, it's the, uh, uh, maintenance, the maintenance guy. She said, yeah, I know what it is. Come on in, do what you gotta do. So when I came in, I had to go in the bathroom. When I went into the bathroom, she was in the bathtub. She was in the bathtub. And she was in the bathtub, bucket naked. Whew. She was in the bathtub, bucket naked. I mean, everything was out. Everything was out. And when I looked, at her I I was in shock because I wasn't expecting that. I didn't understand I didn't I didn't know that the devil, that the enemy was in my space at that particular time. This right here was just grace and mercy. This was this really wasn't me trying to protect my space. I was I was too naive. I didn't know really what to do with all that. God it was just God's grace and God's mercy. I just wanted to do the right thing. Well God protected me. So so I looked at the woman the, the woman looked at me and she stood up and when she stood up She was beautiful. Now y'all can imagine y'all men out there. She was naked from head to toe. And she had soap suds running off her body. And she said these words to me. She says, what are you afraid of? Look me in my eye. She was asking me to come, you know, come on in. And, you know, this right here, this is all, this is all exposed for you. You can have it if you want it. And she saw, I got nervous. Because I didn't know what I should run out. I didn't know what was going on. But but you gotta understand, I was a young man, and uh, you know I I, I still didn't want to seem like I was some punk, you know, because that's what they you know we train to to believe that if we if we run, Paul says to flee youthful us, meaning literally to run. But I didn't want to run because if I ran, then you know it's like you know whatever, and and then I had a job to do. So I'm, I'm torn in between and betwixt. I, you know I'm nervous now. And she says, what she picked up on that. She says, what are you afraid of? In other words, she knew she was fine. And she knew that any other man would take advantage of that opportunity. But y'all telling you God is my witness. I didn't touch it. I did not touch it. I didn't touch it. I didn't, I, I, I didn't do nothing to it. Did you hear? I didn't do nothing to it. number one. You know, I was married. Number two, I'm a scary, I'm a scary man. I, I ain't getting ready to, to do that when, when I was running the street. I ain't just getting ready to go and be with no anybody. So you can't just come up on me and just say, here, here it is. Oh no, baby, you got the wrong one. Because see, I'm scared. I, I, it's too much stuff out there. I, I ain't getting ready to run up and do stuff like that. So anyway, long story short, my point is this is that I did not know that in that space was the enemy. How 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 how, how would that would how would that have affected me? Had I indulged, had I, had I partook of that fruit? She had two, three little boys and and I'm just thinking today and I'm giving God praise today. Where would I be? Where would I be? Had I engaged, had I bit of the fruit, the forbidden fruit into my mouth, into my system? Where would I be? The enemy was there. The enemy was trying to to woo me, to sucker me in, to change my life forever, to control me in a way that it would take me many, 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 many years to get out of. I don't know what the trajectory of that path would have been like had I engaged that woman to this day. I don't know. I don't know what that would have been like. I don't know. But see, that ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't it. That ain't. Uh, because see, just because God, he gave me grace and he gave me mercy that particular day. There was a day that came and this is this is really where I'm trying to get to. That there, were, there was a day that came that that Galatians says you, you did run well. Because when I look back at that day, I, I ran and I, and I maintained my position. I maintained my course. And I didn't go astray. I ran well. But there was another day. There was another day that came. Years later, when chapter, when when Galatians uh uh five and and seven, the latter part of seven came came real in a different way. It says you ran well, but what 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 did hinder you? What what got in your way? Because some years later, after that, where where's God by grace? Where God by mercy? He got in the way and he stopped it. Some years later, he didn't, he didn't stop it. He didn't stop it. And and I got into something. I got into something that, that 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 same thing that had I got into back then, I may not have got into what I got into a few years later. But but because that would have had me consumed. But because I got into something later, that consumed me. And, and because of that, I was delayed. I was delayed. Oh, I was delayed. See, see, I'm preaching now what I should have been preaching 15, 20 years ago when I was called, called into the ministry some 30 years ago. And and God wanted to prepare me. He wanted to prepare me for uh, uh, 20 years ago to, to start preaching and to teach and all that. But I ate Because I did not protect the garden. I didn't dress it and I didn't keep it. And something came in. And when it came in, it says, Surely God didn't tell you that the day that you eat, that you will surely die. He didn't tell you that. Did, did you mean that he said that you're gonna surely die? You mean as soon as you eat of the fruit that you die? No. I done lived long enough now to understand that ain't what that meant. The Bible says Adam didn't die, and Adam didn't die the day that he ate, Eve didn't die the day that she ate. The Bible says that a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. Adam lived almost a thousand years after he ate. But did he start dying? Yes, he did. He started dying that day. That day that I took of that fruit, I started to die. No, am I still here? Yes. But am I delayed? Was I denied? Did it tear up? Was it destructive? Was it killing me? Yes. It started to kill. It started to erode my life. And why am I here? I'm here today to talk to somebody out there that is on their way to a place and you don't know what's waiting for you. And you don't know that you're going to bite into something that's going to take you 15, 20, 30, a lifetime of years to get out of. So yeah, I'm here today, but look what it cost me. Look what it cost me. cost me everything. Cost me everything, and would I take it away on one hand? Yes, on another hand, no. Because what I learned from it, what I got out of it, it strengthened me, it made me the man that I am today. Yes, did it help me for now so I can help you? Yes, it did. But in the interim, did it destroy? Did it tear up everything? It did that too. It did that too. So, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to help you to avoid. Avoid that. Avoid that. Don't let that snub you. Don't let the enemy come in and 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 trick you and hack you out of what God has for you. What, what is it when you when you look back now, and you look back over your life and I'm talking to uh, a bunch of ladies out there that may be mid middle age ladies. Some of y'all, some that's young ladies and, 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 and get us to that that you sit back and, and you you might be in your chair and you listening to me and you say, man, you know, what, what was it that I ate 20 years ago, 30 years ago? What was it? that got so, so deep inside of me that it kept talking to me. and and now here it is 30 years later and it's still so deep in me I still can't function I still can't move forward what words did he say to you what promises did he make to you what was it about what you heard what you been into what was it about the fruit that he gave you. That's the reason why I preference this by saying hey, you, you, can't, you can't be around somebody and they got fruit. This is what they eat every day. This is what they believe in and they give it to you and you don't become a part of that. It's all by design. People can't give you what they ain't. And if they lie, they give you a lie. And you start to hang on, to cling on to a lie. And you can cling on to a lie for 20, 30, 40 years. Years. And you say, you ask me the question, well, why, why, why can't God, uh, why, why wouldn't God deliver me? It ain't that God wouldn't deliver you. It was, the Bible says right here in the text, it says that when Eve saw it, it was, it was good for food. So it met, it met your basic needs. When you look around all this stuff that's going on in the world right now, it's, it's gearing up to make, to meet your basic needs. Basic, I'm going to give you food. I'm going to give you shelter. I'm going to give you basics in order for you to live. But then after that, uh, you know, you, you, it, it was, it was something to do to, to the eyes to be desirable. It, it started to mess with your emotions. That's what happened with so many men to women. What, what, what was it that he said to you? Uh, uh, how, how did he, how did he wrap his, his, his stuff around you to get you so emotionally tangled and tied up to where you can't get free for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. What was it? What was it about that drug? What was it about that, 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 that substance, that alcohol that you put up to your mouth? What was it about that? Well, what was it about um, the, uh, the, 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 the lies of different structures and systems that, that told you that you weren't nothing, that you would never be nothing, and that you was too black, and that your lips was too big, and that your hair was too nappy? What, what was it? That you was too dumb. What? What was it that that the enemy put inside of you so deep? That even when God comes and he says, I'm here to deliver you something inside of you because it is intel. It is a chip. It, it, it is a it is a message. It's it's wickedness that's on the inside of you that says, no, no, you what you do is you continue to push God out. And so when God came to him, they hid themselves. I'm going to hide the lie of the devil. So God can't help me. I'm going to hide the lie. So you push it out. It ain't that God can't help you, but you, but you push it. It's so deep inside of you that your eyes desire it. It starts to mess with your emotions, and so now you say, oh, no, Oh, I gotta have. Like I, I gotta have another hit. I gotta have another drink. I, I gotta have. You know, just, just, just do it to me one more time. Don't, don't, don't leave me like this. You know, when when it get dark, you know how you know how I feel. And, and then they, they get you so messed up to where, you know, you, you feel you, you, you need them in order for you to survive. Oh, I've seen a whole lot of this, especially with women. But it could be in any case, any situation where you feel like I need, I need, I need. I, I, I got to have that man. And you can't do it on your own. What's wrong with you? Who told you? Who told you that you couldn't? Who told you that you was messed up? Who told you that you couldn't survive? Who told you? Well, well, after we ate, we we, we figured out that, that we was naked. You, you figured, yeah, because you, you ate. And you think because you ate something and it's so entrenched in you, you think that I don't know it. You think that I ain't going to find it. And you think that, well, how you hiding? That I don't know what's behind the apron. That's the reason why church can't be delivered today. It's because there's too many of us cloaking, cloaking. And we can't tell the truth. So a message like this, see, I, I can't, I couldn't preach this 10 years ago. I couldn't preach this 15 years ago. Because then they tell you got to get out to church. Oh, oh, no, you can't tell them truth. You can't tell them about real deliverance. You can't tell nobody that you need help. Ain't nobody want to hear that. Just preach Jesus. And when I'm preaching Jesus, I need Jesus more than anybody that I'm preaching to. But, but, but we can't, we can't, we can't deal with that. So God allows the pandemic. Maybe, maybe this is what this is for. So a lot of the real, the authentic people, preachers and everything else can come forward and say, no, this is what, this is the way it really is. This is what really happened. And this is what really will happen. No, I was I, Yeah, I was, a, I, I, I was singing in the choir. I was playing the drums. I was doing this and doing that. I was church, Mr. Church. But I was sick with it. I was sick with it. Yeah, and it it don't mean that you get so far out there. And let me tell you something about about the enemy. See, because uh, some people read the the scripture and say, well, why wouldn't wouldn't God, if the devil came in and, and he did that, why wouldn't God just come and snatch him up and get him out of there? Well, here's the thing about that. If he did snatch him and get him up out of there, what is that to you? See, he already made a deposit into you. That man that leaves, that's the reason why he in California and you in Ohio today and and you can't do nothing with it with yourself and him all the way in California because because God got him out of there. But it's what he put inside of you that you can't get removed from. I can't get him out of my head. I can't get a drug out of my system. I can't go forward. I messed up. Don't matter. God can kill the enemy. It's what the enemy put in you. Take it away. Take it away. Take take the source of it away. You don't need the source no more after you bit. You don't need the source no more after you. After you. Took a shot. You don't need it. Why? Because it's in you now. Whether it be this man or this time, whether it be another man or another drink or a, a, another drug, cocaine, uh, uh, all those different drugs and stuff. I don't even know them, all that stuff. It ain't got to be this one. It could be another one. But it's warming you up. See, alcohol warms you up for marijuana. Marijuana warms you up for heroin. Or, or cocaine. Cocaine warms you up for heroin. Heroin warms warns you up for fentanyl. At, at some point, what what the design is, is I am going to get in you and destroy you. But in the meantime, I control you like a robot. I make you dance to my music. I make you bow when I, when I want you to bow. You're going to do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it. And I'm going to know whether or not I'm I'm beside you in your purview or if I'm 3,000 miles away. Why? Because I got something inside of you that belongs to me. And as soon as you step up to a store, it's going to scan you and it's going to tell you, it's going to tell me that that what I got inside of you is working. The minute it tells me that it don't pick nothing up, that's the day that I notice you got delivered. And those are the ones that you ain't messing around with all that. You're messing around with all that. I know this is a message within a message. See, but, but, but God says that in the day that you, that you eat, you shall surely die. It's coming. It's over time. It's over time. And so I want to apologize as I close. I want to apologize for being late, but I got hacked. I got hacked some years ago, but God's grace and God's mercy. I had to go through a lot. I lost a lot. But it's brought me to this understanding. And so when I come before you today and I speak to you like I'm speaking to you right now. I'm speaking to you from the spirit of God. This ain't this ain't textbook now. This ain't what some what I read in some commentary. This ain't that. I'm, I'm talking to you now. It's being breathed on me. That's what this is. It's being breathed on me so I can breathe it on you. Why? Because God is concerned. And just like he delivered me. He can deliver you the same way. Yeah, did I lose a lot? Yeah, did it take a lot of time? Was I delayed? Yes, all that happened to me. But I went through it so you don't have to go through it. Jesus died so so you wouldn't have to die. That's what it's all about. And so for some reason, God is concerned today about the things that we are in, the garbage cans that we're going around and we're eating out of, not knowing that the enemy is in it. Those relationships... Those places that, you know, you just gotta go to well, I I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it because because I wanna fly. I wanna go, you know, they got they they got the uh the big old the big party going on in Atlanta. And so, you know, they say that if, if you ain't you ain't all up, then you can't you can't go. Because they, they got this scanner now. And they know they know whether or not, you know, have let me ask you this. How 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 would you know? What I have or what I don't have, if you didn't put something in me, how would you know? How would you know? And if you did, then we got to take a ride to Revelations uh, 13. Then we got to take a ride to Daniel, the seventh chapter. Oh, I wish that I could explain all this. I'm going to come back. I'm going to talk to you about it. But see, the way that they got it all set up now, you can't talk about everything because they cut you off. They, they won't let you. They won't let you go on because they don't want you. They don't want you talking about certain things. So I'm, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a two-fold, 3 five-fold, six-fold message to you, because this message speaks to you where you live at right now, but it also speaks to your future. And so what I'm telling you is to beware. The serpent is cunning. And I ain't even got to. I'm gonna come back and I'm, I'm just gonna talk about. The, I'm, I'm gonna do some expository preaching, and teaching, on all this. And make it plain. Oh, I ain't finished, but I'm through. May God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. The worst is over. The best is yet to come. Your quality of life is getting better and better and better. And you're going to live, not die, and declare the works of the Lord. And you're going to do it in Jesus' name. I'm praying for you. I love you. There ain't nothing that you can do about it. God bless and God's speed be with you. Henceforth forth, and forevermore. Blessings.